It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Presented by the Omni National Hotel. Coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. John Burton with you at John Burton 3234 on Twitter X at John Burton 32 on Instagram. No Greg Pogue today. Uh, he's feeling a lot better, but he never should have came in yesterday. He's saving his voice. He's got a TSU call tonight, so he's going to uh, take a knee. Uh, today and he's traveling tomorrow so no Greg today but is feeling better and you know like I said he tried to give it a go yesterday he came in and you know he never should have came in. <laughs> he should have stayed home but uh, that's Greg that's what he does so uh, as I said yours truly John Burton here along with our five-star general our producer Patton Cook Patton good morning Good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. How was that drive-in this morning? A little chilly? A little frigid, um, but it's only only getting worse. I think tonight we're supposed to get a little bit lower than even this morning. So the, the, the scraper has been broken out a couple nights in a row <laughs> now. So it can warm up uh, whenever it wants to now. But uh, yeah. Yeah, my 2024 is not off to an auspicious start. I had a little mishap in the parking lot on New Year's Day night. And so I've got body damage to my to my just bought vehicle, and uh, so I go to the body shop of choice yesterday. I filed a claim with my insurance company, and I hadn't filed a claim in forever. So thankfully, uh, they didn't ding me for it. You know, they gave me they gave me a break. They just said, "Yeah, just you know, your deductible is what you know what it is. Just go you know go get it fixed, and we'll we'll take care of it." So I go to the you know body shop, and I'm thinking. I had a crazy day yesterday at Titans practice and I had to run back and I had to hit the gym and then I had to do sports line last night. So I, you know, found a few minutes to stop over to the body shop and, you know, explain the situation. They had already had the paperwork there from my insurance company. And I'm thinking, all right, I'll drop it off first thing in the morning and uh, away we go. I didn't realize, Patton, how backed up the body shops are. So... The lady says, okay, I can get you in Monday, January 22nd. Today is January 4th, is it not? Yeah, so there you go. So I got to ride around with uh, body damage to my car and paint damage to my car for another couple of weeks. So Yeah, whenever I got in an accident a year ago in October. I remember that, yeah. they uh, I, I didn't get in for about a month and a half. And wow. I was in that thing from November until the new year uh just that's with, how long they kept your car yes but mainly because they, they were waiting on this one part that was uh in the middle of the ocean somewhere <laughs> in covid i mean I, I i don't know what exactly happened but no i, I feel your pain the rental car will be uh hopefully will arrive uh, for, for you once uh, you drop it off yeah so well it's nice because i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a bit of a 
deal on uh, on the rental car with the insurance company and all that. But it's go. just what an inconvenience that yeah. is, and it just all because you know it wouldn't read my ticket at the dang freaking <laughs> parking uh, parking place. But oh well, it is. It's life. You deal with it. There are people going through a lot worse than what I'm going through. So, you know, I can't complain too much. All right. Pro Bowl bids went out last night. The Titans have one Pro Bowler selected for the game. It's Derrick Henry, his fourth Pro Bowl as a Tennessee Titan. Congratulations to him. Mm. And this is the perfect time to talk about Derrick Henry. By the way, Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons selected as alternates for the Pro Bowl. So, uh, you know. Jeff's banged up with that knee. I doubt he's going to go out there and play flag football or or the beanbag toss or the or the you know potato sack race or whatever it is they do over there because they don't play a game anymore. They do all these goofy dodge activities, dodgeball, and then they play a flag football game on the actual Pro Bowl Sunday now, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first time last year, I believe. And that was smart for Goodell to do and yeah. for the league to do because it's just – it trying to play touch with pads on it tr- before. Exactly. Trying to play a full padded tackle football game. It's just at this stage, growing up, the Pro Bowl was a big deal, you know, and they played. You remember Sean Taylor taking out the, the I think it was the <laughs> then Washington Redskins punter. He tried to fake punt and Sean Taylor, the rest is sold, a great safety for the Washington. Well, I guess it was the Bills punter. He played for the Washington Redskins, Sean Taylor did, uh, and played his college ball at the University of Miami. They tried to do a fake punt. Oh, we're goofing around here at the Pro Bowl. Sean Taylor came up and laid the punter out. I thought he (laughs) killed him in a Pro Bowl. And people are looking around like, what the hell happened? It's not that way anymore. It probably shouldn't be that way anymore, so it's fine. Can you imagine the Twitter X outrage? Oh, my God. Right. (laughs) Or just buzz if that happened. Right. uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been the most replay thing. Like Stephen A. Smith's, you know, yeah. head would have exploded. <laughs> so, so it's more of just the the prestige of saying, "Hey, I was voted to the Pro Bowl," right. than more than it is to play in the damn game, right? So Derrick Henry makes the Pro Bowl. Today's Thursday; it is his day to talk. Uh, he comes to the podium every Thursday to address the media before you know the the week of every game. And a lot of significance in his day-to-day because he's going to field questions about this possibly being his last game as a Tennessee Titan coming up Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And when you look at back at when you look back at Derrick Henry's career as a Tennessee Titan, you know, if if he walks away after this after Sunday, if this is it on Sunday. He's going to rank all time, not only as a Tennessee Titan, but as a Oiler slash Titan. He's up there amongst the all-time greats of this franchise. And also, today is his birthday. Oh, He turns 30 years old today. It's a big day for Derrick Henry. Yeah, He's got a lot going on today. Pro Bowl nod. He's talking to the media. Now, Derrick's a smart kid. He knows what's coming. And he has been great dealing with the media all season long. On his Thursday, normal day, or after games, wins or losses, he's been good. He's been introspective. And I don't know if he just feels like, you know, he's at a point in his life and his career where there's so much unknown out there beyond this year that maybe he's just taking it all in. I don't know. But I know this. He is still the 
most popular professional athlete in our city. And if he walks away, I've got people from other parts of the country DMing me on Facebook and on social media saying, please keep me updated on what the Tennessee Titans are going to do with Derrick Henry. He's my favorite player. I had a woman call Sportsline last night and say, there's going to be hell up in here if the Titans move on from Derrick Henry. He's that important to this fan base in this city. Because the one thing you had as a Titans fan, and I I believe you'll agree with this when I say this, the one thing you had as a Titans fan, good, bad, or indifferent, you could go to bed at night knowing we have Derrick Henry. We have a superstar running back, the best running back of his generation of yeah, of his generation plays for us. And that might not be there anymore after Sunday. Now, I don't know what the Titans are going to do. I have no idea what the Titans are going to do. I don't have an inkling. You know, everything I everything I would say from here on out would be speculation. Do they want to bring him back for a couple of more years to give him an opportunity to finish his career as a Titan, to break Eddie George's all-time franchise record, to help pad his resume for the Hall of Fame? Or do they say, you know what, this era is over. Derek, you've done so much for us, but it's time to move on. I don't know what the Titans are going to do. So Sunday's game could be very significant. If you're a Derrick Henry fan, and if you're a Titans fan, chances are you're a Derrick Henry fan. This is an, this is an interesting week. No, I ask you, yeah. the fan, the Nashville native, the, the season ticket holder for Tennessee Titans football. You've seen every, you've seen Derrick Henry's entire career here yep. in Nashville as a Tennessee Titan. What are your thoughts as we approach this final week of the regular season with the possibility that Derrick Henry is playing his final game as a Tennessee Titan? Well, it's, it, it is odd because whenever players like Derrick, you seem like you've watched for five or six years where he's at the top of his game. He's leading your team to win single-handedly a lot of the times. But it, we're at a different point now, and I think Derrick understands that. I know I do with kind of where this team is and what it needs moving forward. I like you don't know what's going to happen, and I don't really know what I want to happen either. I've, I've kind of gone back and forth with myself, wanting them to come back, break the Eddie record, really cement himself. As he a, wouldn't be the bell cow if he came back. No, it wouldn't be. He'd but, have to share carries. But but he would still, I, I would venture to say, would have a pretty good shot to break the record next year. Sure. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, is it just best for him and for this team and franchise to start fresh because if you do bring him back, John, even though he maybe does share the carries, what I want as a fan is this run first, pass second, play style, solely reliant on the run game. I don't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. And if he does come back, even if he doesn't take all of the carries, I don't think that's what this team is ever going to be. So I, I go back and forth, the emotional, the heart side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what I want to happen. One thing I do know, it's been a pleasure to get to watch Derrick Henry because for me as a fan, Steve McNair is maybe the closest, but I this team and this franchise, and really the city, quite frankly, has never had a it guy at mm-hmm. a position where you could right. say he is the best player at his position. I mean, Pecorine maybe uh, it can throw that in there for a couple years, but then it feels different right. to, to hockey. So. To have a guy like that, you drafted in the second round, maybe this team's best ever draft pick, maybe, um, from John Robinson. Shout out to you, John Robinson. There you go. Um, 
it it has been a pleasure and it's been really cool to watch him develop because it didn't start out this way. You know better than anybody. It did not start out the great Derrick Henry, but right. credit to him. One more game, maybe. It's been a pleasure. 615-844-5600. I really want to hear from Titans fans today. I want your thoughts on Derrick Henry. Do you want him back next year? Are you ready to move on from him? You know, I think about the run that he had in the playoffs in 2019 as better than any running back probably has ever had in a playoff run. You know, the domination in the Patriots game. That was a darn good Baltimore Ravens defense that he destroyed in the divisional playoff. Gave Helped give them a, a couple of 10-point leads in the AFC Championship game. You know, Steve and I were talking about this last night. Were it not for that crazy Patrick Mahomes run at the end of the first half, you know, once the, the Chiefs got a double-digit lead, Derrick Henry's effectiveness was lessened. But had that play not happened, they're probably still pounding Derrick Henry on a cold day for a championship. And you never know, right? We'll never know. And you think about the 99-yard run, and I think about the 94-yard run. I think about the little screen he caught opening day in Cleveland. And I think about how it started for him, where I just didn't think that this guy maybe, you know, I wasn't crazy about him at Alabama, just because he's such a unique player. You know, the way he runs, the way his style of running and that kind of thing. And once he learned that you can't bounce everything outside, that, you know, if all you can give me is two yards, give me the two yards because I'll take second and eight over second and 12 any day of the week, right? And the fact that I thought he was a little whiny when he first got here because he felt like he should have been the guy instead of DeMarco Murray and he skipped minicamp that one year and I'm thinking, all right, this guy's kind of a head case. But man, once he put it together and the fact that he's been a humble, quiet superstar, you never hear a peep about him. You know, you you don't have to worry if you're Mike Vrabel, Rand Carthon, or Amy Adams Strunk about getting that 3 a.m. phone call. Hey, Derek's involved in something, you know, just so you know. You don't have to worry about that with him. He's been every bit of what you want in a superstar professional athlete, and I give him all the credit in the world. Let's get a quick call in before we uh, take our first break. By the way, a couple of things I should note. Jim Wyatt's going to join us at 920 from TitansOnline.com. Get his thoughts on Derrick Henry. Also, we're moving some things around. Tomorrow, we were supposed to be at Kitchen Notes. We're going to actually push that back to a week from tomorrow because, you know, Pogie's traveling and he's whatever. And so they just figured, you know what, we're going to push everything back. So, uh, feel free to go tomorrow to Kitchen Notes and get yourself a great breakfast. They'll be open. You will, still. yeah. They'll be open, and they'd love to have you. And and you won't be sorry. It's just that we won't be there. So uh, no Kitchen Notes tomorrow. A week from Friday, uh, we'll be back at Kitchen Notes. All right, Jack in East Nashville joins us. Hi, Jack. Good morning. Good morning, JB. What's up, brother? You know, to me, it's a no-brainer. Derrick Henry, the only step he's lost is he's under the same problem as the quarterbacks. That offensive line can't stop a common cold. And, you know, I don't care if it was Eddie back there. I don't care if they brought in Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. They'd all get killed behind this offensive line. I think I would love for them to keep him. The problem for him is going to be if they're going to come to him and say, well, you know, we don't really think we need to pay you so much because, you know, Tajay Spears is doing half of your job. Right. 
Jack, here, exactly. and Jack, Jack, you're spot on about the offensive line. I've been thinking about this. You know, if I'm the Titans, I do make him an offer. And here's what it is. Three years, $21 million. I'll guarantee the first two. Take it or leave it. Now he and now I'm Derek thinking, may say, you know what? I, I ran I still got I still made the Pro Bowl behind a crappy offensive line last year. I still got gas in the tank. I want to test the open market. I'm a Giants fan. I'm going through the same thing right now with Saquon Barkley. And they had every right to do that, especially for a running back, because you're only going to get paid so much. So but I I the more I think about it, Jack, I would make him an offer to stay. Can you imagine if they let him go? And he goes to a decent team with a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. You, you think you think AB came back to bite him in the rear end? Mm-hmm. Saw that one on for size. Well, Jack, listen. The PR hit that this organization would take if they let Derrick Henry walk. I'm I'm serious. I've got people basically on on you know ready to jump off bridges if Derrick Henry leaves. That's how popular he is. That's what he's meant to this city and this organization. So. It's going to be a tough decision for Amy Adams, Strunk, and you know the co-GMs Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon to make this offseason. And it's, all they've got to do is get an offensive line. Yep. Let Levis come along, and then just do the way that Kansas City does. You know, let let them pass when it's good. When you need your off-step plays, then Kansas City brings in a running back for a couple of plays. Fix it up. That's all they got to do. Jack, I thank you for the call. Have a great day. Um, yeah, there's, you know, I think Jack probably echoes the sentiments of the majority of Titans fans, right? They don't want to see Derrick Henry walk away. I know you're a little bit mixed about it. You want to see a different style of offense. But deep down in your heart, Pat, and as a fan, you don't want to see Derrick Henry walk away, well, play for I mean, another team next year. Where's this team going next year? Yeah. For me, Derrick Henry, does he want to be on a – six-win football team right. next year. I mean, he's got two max good years left. I, I think if he were to go somewhere, as long as he doesn't chase money and go somewhere like Oakland or Las Vegas now, mm-hmm. but if he goes to a winner, I mean, how how can you really be upset about that? I mean, the guy's looking, if for me, I'd be looking at my Hall of Fame status. Yeah. Derrick Henry needs to do something one more maybe playoff run to well, do that. Well, the thing is, Derek's Derek's kind of a different breed of cat, right? I mean, he took less than market value to sign his last contract. I think because he knew at the time he had a really good offensive right. line to run behind, and it was an offense designed to give him the ball. Right. You know, so it's going to be a brand new offensive line with right not a very good football team. I mean, yeah. I, I I think I think fans maybe need to take a look and think: Is it really best for us and for him to come back? Yeah, because you know, because what are they going to say, right? If he was, oh, how could the Titans let Derrick right. Henry go? That's going to be the immediate knee-jerk reaction. But you're right; we have to look at it from Derrick's side too. He may say, you know what? Like you said, I've got two, maybe three maximum years left. I'm trying to get to the Hall of Fame. I'm trying to do a lot of different things here, create my legacy, but I also want to try and win. At a taste of it in 2019 and 2021, if we're being honest, being the number one seed, he may say, "You know what? This is this is I I got to be a little bit selfish now. This is about me now." We'll see. We'll talk to uh, straight ahead. We'll ask Jimmy Wyatt of the uh, t- Tennessee Titans online or Titans TennesseeTitans.com, excuse me, senior writer editor. He's been covering the team from day one. Your phone calls, Derek Henry. Stay or go, 615-844-5600. But don't call immediately because up next, we got the great Jim White. 
Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi trailer one stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi trailer technician trainee program with sign on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. 
Greg Pogue, John Burton Show on a Thursday. Greg out today. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Titans wrapping up the regular season Sunday at home against Jacksonville. Noon kickoff. You can watch it on News Channel 5. We're joined now by the senior writer, editor for TennesseeTitans.com, TitansOnline.com. Jimmy White joins us. And Jimmy, I got to open with this. You're an L.A. Dodger fan. Your team is a bunch of greedy pigs, and as a Yankee fan, I'm appalled at what you've done this 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 offseason. Well, I, I'm not going around high-fiving and celebrating like some people just because I know you got to win this season, not necessarily off. Yeah. Hey Jimmy, uh, we got the, we got a little little funny action going on with your line there. We're gonna we're gonna try and reconnect with you. Um, yeah. So Jimmy is a notorious L.A. Dodger fan, and they get Yamamoto, and they get Shohei Otani. They already have Mookie Betts. <laughs> they already have a plethora, an embarrassment of riches. I mean, they're doing what my Yankees are supposed to be doing. They're the new evil empire. So I. I you know, the hot stove season in baseball. And I love to tease Jimmy about, about his Dodgers because he is such a diehard Dodger fan. So we'll get into that. We are uh, attempting to reconnect with him right now, get him on a, on a cleaner line and uh, we'll get his thoughts on Derek Henry, get his thoughts on the regular season uh, uh, finale for the Tennessee Titans. But uh, yeah, I, I teased him about the Dodgers the other day, Pat, and just the fact that, you know, they're 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 the greedy pigs that my Yankees used to be. <laughs> and and he'll explain it when he comes back on. He's he said he's not exactly giddy about, you know, oh. all this because now you gotta win, bro. Yeah, it's the no... Dodgers gotta win. I mean, they've won they've spent a ton of money the last, what, ten years. And they've got one championship to show for it. And that was COVID, which was kind of, you know, whatever. There's absolutely no moral victories from here on out. Right. It's pure. It's World Series or bust. Win or disappoint. And the fact that they got to defer pretty much all of Otani's money and only pay him $2 million a year is absolutely ridiculous. Baseball has to look into us. Now, obviously, if the Yankees had done this, I would have been perfectly fine with it. But, uh, you know, because, well, that's just me. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous what, what the Dodgers have done. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens during the baseball season. You know, you got me thinking, Patton, cause we're, we're talking a lot about, uh, uh, Derek Henry and just, you know, you're kind of torn as a fan, right? Party yeah. would love to see him stay in two-tone blue and finish his career and break Eddie's record and be, you know, and put his stamp as being perhaps, the greatest Tennessee Titans player of all time. You know, perhaps. Yep. Perhaps the greatest Titans slash Oilers player of all time. Perhaps. But then another part of you says, you know what? Let's let's be more modern in how we do our offense. You know, let's have a good running game, but let's mix it up. Let's not be so predictable. Let's not be so, you know, we're going to pound it. We're going to run. We're going to do all these things. I mean, that's what Bill Cower was doing when I covered the Steelers back in the 2000s. You know, the early 2000s. And you're right. The game has evolved. You get, you know, what do I always say? What did Ron Jaworski say? Points come out of the passing game. And to that end, championships come out of the passing game. So it's, like I said, the the initial shock from the Titans fans, if the Titans decide to move on from Derek, is, you know, the PR hit 
They better be ready for a wave well, and- because there's going to be. Uh, what did they say when they re-signed uh, Ryan Tannehill? Oh, I'll never, I'll never follow this team again. This is, you know, you should have went and gotten Brady. You know, you're going to get a lot of knee jerk. I mean, Twitter, social media is going to be like, I'll never follow this team again. How could you disrespect Derrick Henry? This, that, and the third. You know that's coming, Patton. Yeah, but to me, that stuff will blow over. I mean, yeah, it will. The, yeah, it not as much to the same margin. But Kevin Byard, I mean, there was a lot of, you can't trade the mayor of Murfreesboro, a guy from MTSU, a pro bowl or all pro safety. But at the end of the day, look what he's doing in Philly. Really not that great. Yeah. Who, A.J. Brown? Kevin Byard. Oh, Kevin Byard. Yeah, you know, he had that good game in the Monday night game against, uh, uh, sorry for not listening there, Steve Martin. Um you know, he had he had that really good Monday night game where he did a nice job against Kansas City and, and Kelsey. But you know, they've been struggling all year round. But uh, and that team is a, you're right. The Eagles have been have been really really uh, fumbling down the stretch. Jimmy Wyatt, Jimmy Wyatt rejoins us from uh, TennesseeTitans.com. Jimmy, we'll talk about your greedy pig Dodgers in just a second. But uh, obviously, this is a huge day for Derrick Henry. It's his day to meet the media every Thursday. He comes to the podium, as you know. It's his birthday today, and he could possibly be playing his final game as a Tennessee Titan. I won't ask you about what you think the Titans will do vis-a-vis Derrick Henry in the future because you work for the team, and that's not fair to ask you that. But if this is it for the King, where does he rank? I mean, you've, you've, you've covered the Tennessee Titans from day one. Where does he rank all time in terms of the great players of the Tennessee Titans? Because a lot of people will say, and I might be one of them. He might be at the top. Yeah, and I, I would understand that argument um, because what he's been able to do during his time here has been remarkable. And we all remember he had to kind of wait his turn until really uh, the end of his second year when he replaced DeMarco Murray, and then the rest was, was kind of history. Um, yeah, he's had an amazing run, and, and he's been such a great team player. He's won awards. He doesn't, you know, doesn't like a lot of attention when he does, um, because he's such an ultimate team guy. Um, but it's been remarkable, and uh, you know, I, and I, I don't even know that the team knows what's going to happen yeah. now, because uh, you know, when, when the season ends, there can be a lot of things that have to be sorted out. You, you don't know what converse, worst conversations might go. I do feel like he's got a great relationship with, with Mike Vrabel and certainly has loved his time here. But all, we all know it's a business, and we we know what happens sometimes when you get into negotiations. And and uh, so we'll see what happens. But, I mean, he has had an incredible time here up to this point, uh, and it wouldn't be wouldn't be the same without him. I mean, it's crazy. He covered this team for so long, and, you know, players um, – when when guys like him are no longer part of the team, it, it's it's definitely takes some getting used to. So I'm I'm not ready to bid him farewell yet. I mean, I'd love to see it work out where he's back. Yeah, a big part of me would as well, just for the fact that you know you look at what he's accomplished. You know the 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 chance to break Eddie George's all time rushing record as you know for Titans Oilers. Uh, the great playoff run that he had in 2019 and helping the Titans get to the AFC Championship game, those games against New England and Baltimore, the 99-yard touchdown run. I think he's got a 94-yard touchdown run. The little swing pass he caught opening day in Cleveland and, and took it to the house. 
And I remember, uh, I think it was the Monday night game two years ago against Buffalo. Uh, that was a back-and-forth game. Really, really well-played game on both sides of the ball. And he almost single-handedly won that game. You know, he made a couple of big runs in the fourth quarter to get them the lead. And, of course, I know the Titans, I believe they had like a goal line stand at like the one-inch line to preserve the win. But, man, I mean, you know, we rarely see running backs almost single-handedly win games now for teams. And, you know, the old-style, old-school bell cow back is maybe a thing of the past. I don't know. You know, we'll see, it, you know, as the league evolves. But, man... You know, the impact that he's had, the positive impact he's had. And from where he started, Jimmy, like you said, backing up DeMarco Murray and really not being very happy about it, you could tell. Um, I had my doubts about this guy, even at Alabama, but he's proven me wrong. And, um, man, to see it possibly come to an end on Sunday, you know, we know rosters change year to year, but, you know, to not have a guy like Derrick Henry in that locker room next year and going forward, that that would be something very different to deal with, either from a fan perspective or a media perspective, no? Yeah, I agree. And that's why, yeah, I, I know it's been a long year and sitting at 5 and 11, not where anybody wants to be. And, uh, you know, this team definitely needs to to get better and, and sitting here at 0 and 5 in the division and, and all the frustration that's gone on with this season. It's, um, no, it's it's hard, and I'm sure a lot of people not too fired up about sitting out there on Sunday in the 40 degree weather with uh, you know a team that's fighting for a playoff spot that's not the Titans. But if there's a reason to go out there on Sunday, it's uh, it's because it could be you know it could be Derrick Henry's last game again. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I don't, I don't think anybody does uh, in regards to contract talks and the direction this roster is going to go, but. Uh, just to show some appreciation for him uh, when he comes out that tunnel you know, on Sunday and knowing you know, how much it's meant to him to be here and be a part of this team. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens, but I know Sunday is uh, you know, going to be a weird feeling when, when the game ends. Yeah, and, you know, Pat and I were talking. We're talking with Jimmy Wyatt from TennesseeTitans.com, senior writer, editor, friend of show, Nashville Zone. Um, Jimmy, we, uh, we were talking just Derek's demeanor this year. It's been a lot different, hasn't it? I mean, he's been very, very engaging and introspective during his Thursday media sessions. He's been terrific for the most part after games, win or lose. I just kind of feel like he's in the moment right now and realizes like his career and, you know, in many respects, his life is at a crossroads right now, 30 years old, you know, Maybe this chapter of his NFL career could be possibly, we don't know, as you said, coming to an end, maybe starting a new chapter next year. It's just, it seems like he's been taking it all in uh, all year. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, mean, I, I will say, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was after the, um, I guess that was maybe after the first Houston game, that you know, he was kind of asked about whether this could be the end be the end here whether he's given that much thought and you know he gave an answer that uh that i think led a lot of people to believe that he was conceding that he was thinking about the end and wasn't going to be back and then i, I kind of got the sense that uh you know phil on his part was some of that stuff was overplayed mm-hmm. uh, i'll be curious to see what his where he wants to go with this today as i mentioned he's He's named the Pro Bowl yesterday. It's his birthday today. He turned 30. 
there's going to be questions about potentially being his last game. So I'll be curious to see where he takes it. You know, Ron Tannehill was faced with some of these questions yesterday, and while he admitted it's something he's thought about, it's not something you can dwell on too much because you got to get ready to play a football game. And Derrick Henry's never been about Derrick Henry. It's been about the team. So I'm not going to be surprised if he doesn't want to go there today. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he has to know that, uh, the questions are yeah. coming. He knows, right? Yeah, yeah, he knows they're coming, and he and he knows the way the league works, and and um, and so I'm sure he's thought about it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, by the way, I mean, kind of lost in all this. Mike Vrabel was asked directly if he wants to be back as head coach next year. There's been all kinds of speculation swirling about his future here in Tennessee, and uh, he said, and I quote, "Of course, I want to be back." As and that. Does that, in your mind, put an end to the speculation? Or, I mean, you know, things are, you know, there's always going to be speculation. There's always going to be rumors and innuendo and that kind of thing. But that was really the first time Braves came out and said, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, I want to be back here next year. I want to, I want to see this thing through. Yeah, and I think the reality is because it's the first time he was he's been asked. Uh, right. <laughs> the, 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 the biggest shocker to me would have been if he'd have stood up there and said, "No, I really don't want to be back." Right. Next exactly. Year. What's yeah, he going to say? I'm, right. I'm ready to play this game Sunday and get out of here. So, I mean, so <laughs> it, 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 it's that's you know he said what you would expect him to say, and I know how social media works and know how the rumor mill works and. And no, it doesn't put it to bed until right. we have some definitive answers. But he did at least address a topic that has been running wild on social media and from uh, and from reporters outside of of Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, you know how this works and yep. how how some people you can trust their information, and other people are just throwing stuff out there to see if it'll stick. So uh, and generates conversation and gives people stuff to talk about on on talk radio but uh, you know i still think there's some things that need to be sorted out uh when you finish a year five and 12 or six and 10 six and 11 whatever it ends up being Mm -hmm. and and we're not going to know some of this stuff until next week yeah, no doubt about it, Jimmy. All right, well, what a year it's been, man, and uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. And by the way, as we open our segment, your Dodgers are greedy pigs, and this is a Yankee fan talking. We'll see you in October, pal. We'll work this thing out. <laughs> yeah, well, I was before before Pogue sabotaged our connection. Yep, from, exactly. Before, <laughs> Blame sure. Pogue. I always do. Uh, yeah, so, so um, I mean, I, I'm not celebrating winning in the off season before because you got to win during the season. Right. I've seen a lot of teams spend a lot of money and then they've got nothing to show for it. So yeah, it, it should be an exciting year, but uh, doesn't guarantee you anything. I think the Dodgers have had a good, probably the best team in the in major leagues other years, and they didn't win. So that's the only thing that really matters uh, to me. And uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens next. All right, Jimmy, happy new year. Love you, brother. Appreciate you coming on, man. Okay, JB, JB, happy new year. All right, Jimmy Wyatt from TennesseeTitans.com, senior writer, editor. We come back, we're going to hear from Mike Vrabel and Will Levis, what they had to say yesterday, and your phone call, 615-844-5600. Derek Henry, do you want him back, or are you ready to let him go? Stay with us.
And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Pogie out today, getting his voice, uh, resting his voice. He's got a TSU call tonight, and uh, he's got some traveling to do this weekend. So. Uh, 
He's been uh, under the weather, getting better. Uh, came in yesterday. Shouldn't have, in my opinion, but he tried to give it a go because that's what he does. And uh, so uh, he is, uh, again, resting his voice and just kind of going to take it easy. And so it's John Burton, Patton Cook, holding down the fort here. Uh, reminder, tomorrow we were supposed to be at Kitchen Notes, first Friday of every month down in the Omni Nashville Hotel. We're going to push that back a week to get everything situated. You know, everything's kind of... You know, Pogi's sick. I cracked up my car. Pat, and you got whatever issues you got going on. I'm sure I can find something. <laughs> All right. What do we got from uh, Titans yesterday, sir? Yeah. First for Rabel, kind of the uh, quotes going around about if he even wants to be the Titans head coach, uh, the Carthon, Vrabel drama, just addressing that yesterday for really, I think, the first time. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I don't because... I, again, if we believed everything that was on social media, you know, we'd it'd be Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, and there's no Tooth Fairy and all that. So, um, I, I really um, have never responded to any of those, and we're not going to start now. Uh, I, I I know where we're at as a, as an organization. I'm excited to um, to to build this thing and to fix this thing and and, and and get it uh, to where we want it to be, to, to win championships with, with Ran and Chad and A-Rob and a coaching staff and, and everybody. I mean, that's, that's what our goal is. So, um, but, but no, the, the social media and, and where that is, and I, I, I can't focus on that. So you want to be here last year? Of course I want to be here. Be here as long as we can win and long as we can, you know, do this thing. And it's uh, – been great but it also has been you know just just frustrating this year nobody nobody wants to be where we're at um you know you feel you know for the players you know haven't been in that situation those guys are out there selling out and uh yeah you feel for them when you look out there on the field and we're not you know we're not winning or it's it's pretty obvious but you know the one thing that you know allows me to 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 at least sleep at night is you, you know, when when the games, you know, we had, we had a clunker in Jacksonville and in Houston, and we're out there, you know, fighting, not not letting them run run through us, you know, for 40, 50 yards and and all that. And I know that there again, there's there's no moral victories, and that's not a moral victory, but it's just it's a lot of times in those situations, uh, you can just pack it up and pack it in, and you know, so that's uh, you know, that was last week. You know, this week we have to be in a different situation. You know, talked about the ability to to put ourselves in that competitive situation. You know, where the game has some flow to it, and um, you know, you make a play, you get a turnover, right? You, you pin them down, and, and you start playing complimentary. So talk to the team again, you know, about that. Here's what I take from that, Patton. I think I think he's sincere in saying, "Yeah, I want to be here. I want to help be a part of turning this thing around." But they've got some things to work out in the offseason vis-a-vis himself, yeah. Amy Adams-Strunk, and Rand Carthon. Fair? Yeah, whatever the uh, plan was going into the season, whatever the agreement was, if there even was one, if there wasn't, there needs to be. Because, last, I mean, players, you're going to have drama with players. It's just natural. Uh, you got 52 of them on a roster. One or two of them are going to have some issues. What you can have is 
kind of petty pissing matches between the GM and the head coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's something that needs to be as stable as a rock for this organization, and it hasn't been really for three years now, quite frankly. And I'm not and I'm not surprised given the makeup no. of this dynamic between general manager and head coach. And I'm just. I'm looking at Amy Adams Strunk. The whole reason to get rid of John Robinson last year was to put your head coach in a better position. I I don't want to go into the rumors on why Carthon was hired. If that's true, so be it. Right. But how how can and and if you got half a brain, you can you can figure it out. We're right. not going to get into it on this show. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But how, how could you how could you let that happen? I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, no, because you. You didn't. Fi- I mean, you fired John Robinson. Yes, he made some bad draft picks, but the relationship was dead and gone. Mm-hmm. So for you to, so for that to happen, if that's what happened, I mean, like I said, don't want to get into it, but no. I, I just don't know how that could have happened, being what the relationship was between the previous GM and Mike Vrabel. All right, let's take our final break. We'll hear. Uh, we'll talk more Titans after this. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. 
And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. If they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still is be over. out. They're playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Pogie out today. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Big second hour coming your way uh, right after the top of the hour. You know, today is a significant anniversary there, Patton, which I know you probably don't celebrate. But uh, <laughs> 25 years ago today, the Tennessee Volunteers won the national championship being Florida State uh, in the, what was it, Fiesta Bowl, I believe it was? Maybe the Orange Bowl. Anyway. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> 25 years ago, where has the time gone? And so Dr. Mickey Allen, the athletic director from Tennessee State University, is going to join us. He, of course, uh, in a past life, was a VFL, part of that uh, part of that team. And um, we're going to look back a little bit. So I'm sure Vol Boy and Mulehead and Dana Dane are all, you know, getting together, popping champagne and probably popping the tape in of the national championship win and, you know, linking arms and just enjoying the camaraderie of that of that special night, Patton, when the Vols became the kings of the college football world. I mean, it's it's been so long. I wasn't even born then, <laughs> Kevin. How about that? Oh man, you're calling out Mulehead. Uh, you know, All of you know, be careful what you wish for. You got another uh, quick rabble before we close out. Hour yeah, number one? One, one quickly here. Uh, Traylon Burks has been a nobody this year, uh, year two. It's <laughs> his, his his words, folks, not mine. Uh, well, here's Mike Vrabel talking about the second year wide receiver. Well, he has the last couple weeks, you know. So again, those are that's all we can focus on as we're hopeful to have him have him this week and continue to to help us and. You know, confident that, you know, the play that he didn't come down with last week, that he'll come down with uh, this week and hopefully more. Um, you know, I think just consistency. You know, you see him go in there and make a, a really nice block on a safety and we gained a bunch of yards. And then, you know, the safety's not going to just stand in there and let him, let him hit him. So he kind of spins and misses him. And, you know, so he's in the hole. So, but I think to your question, I think it is very important to be able to string those chances together. It's very hard at this point in the season you know, to, to replicate a whole lot of speed and some of that stuff. And so, you know, the game action is, is critical. And then the game within the game, how do you respond? You know, what are they doing? What, what are the adjustments? Um, what do you have to do better the next series? Or if you get the same look? You know, not making the same mistake twice or having an idea of our coverage and, and all those different things. Well, I fell asleep through half of that. I'll just say 
When you're talking about the best aspects of a wide receiver is the fact that he's right. laying out a block, that's a problem. <laughs> that was the egregious drop to open the game against the Texans. He's got to come down with that football. He's first round pick. I like him. I you know I want to see him succeed. Yeah, so hell hell of a block. All right, Dr. Mickey Allen will join us straight ahead, and then ten twenty five, the hero, the champion, Chris Sanders, former Titan, will join us as well. Your phone calls as well. Stay with us. Five sixty a.m. ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville. One zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. At least one person has been killed in a shooting at a high school in Perry, Iowa. That's according to law enforcement officials briefed on the situation. At least two other people appear to be injured. ABC's Kendall Ross is outside of Perry High School, northwest of Des Moines. Law enforcement officials outside, roads have been blocked off. Parents are outside hugging each other. I can see, um, you know, in the distance, um, still waiting to hear details from uh, the sheriff's office, from other law enforcement, from local police. The FBI says its agents are assisting the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation. Former President Trump's attorneys are asking a federal judge overseeing the election subversion case to hold special counsel Jack Smith in contempt, claiming he's continuing to file briefs even though the case is on hold. An Iranian state media says Iran believes suicide bombers carried out Wednesday's blast that killed nearly 100 people at a ceremony. This is ABC News. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WNSR. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is... The number you just thought of. The second number is... The number you would have picked. The third number is... The day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
Double Stack or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Hour number two of our radio program, Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Greg out today. Uh, he's got a TSU basketball call later tonight, so he's resting up the old pipes as he's been under the weather for the past uh, several days, so he's trying to get that voice rested up. It's John Burton, Patton Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Well, today is not only Derek Henry's birthday, today is also... A significant anniversary. 25 years ago today, the Tennessee Vols won the national championship, beating Florida State in the Fiesta Bowl 23-16 to to finish out an undefeated season. And, uh, you know, it's hard to believe it's been 25 years ago. And you look back at that season you know, coming off an 11-2 and season. It was Peyton Manning's final year. They had lost him to the NFL. T. Martin took over at quarterback. But, man, they had some great leadership and some great players. And one of those players and one of those VFLs joins us now, who's now the athletic director at Tennessee State University. Dr. Mickey Allen joins us. Dr. Allen, Happy New Year. How are you? Thanks for being on. Great to have you. I'm fantastic. I appreciate you all having me on. Hey, been a... Uh been a great start to the new year trying to get these Tennessee State Tigers rolling. And I uh, saw my balls win a bowl game against Iowa. Very impressive. Yeah, how, <laughs> yeah. let's let's get into that before we talk about the 1998 season. Nico Iamaliava running for three touchdowns. That was pretty good Iowa defense they went up against. Uh, their, their, their offense is absolutely pathetic. It was insulting to watch. But uh, how impressed were you by what the Vols did on New Year's Day in the Citrus Bowl? I was very impressed with Nico. Heard a lot about him. Obviously, he was a highly touted kid, uh, recruited kid, and uh, you know he uh, he was was capable of spreading the ball around. Saw him get out, play action. Uh, but what was most impressive about his uh, his game was his ability to create plays and, and create first downs with his feet. 
I think that's that's important in the SEC that you have a mobile quarterback that can improvise and, and use his athleticism to get out on the edge and make some plays. So looks like Josh Heifel, he, he's got a fantastic toy uh, car, to, <laughs> car to play with in the next couple of years. <laughs> All right, 1998, Tennessee. You're coming off an 11-2 season. Peyton Manning leaves for the NFL. A lot of people thought, well, maybe the Vols will take a bit of a downturn. And you open with that thrilling win over my Syracuse Orange, the team I grew up following and loving. And that was, I'm still not over that game, Dr. Allen. I will tell you that right now. But you. A little laundry went on the field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And trust me, I do a podcast with Keith Bullock, who was uh, on the field that day, and he, he doesn't have a good memory of that game either. But you win that game, and then. You finally beat Florida, the team that had, you know, just riddled you for so for so long. You win that game in overtime, a thrilling game in Knoxville, and 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 it seemed like after that you were off and running. What do you remember about like the first couple of games of that season back in ninety eight? Well, starting with Syracuse, uh, you know, there was a lot of angst about, you know, T Martin taking over the quarterback. Uh, leadership role after the phenomenal seasons we had with Peyton. And uh, we were heavy run game, uh, you know, with, with, and play action pass with, with Peyton, and Peyton could pick you apart. And so uh, we really rallied behind T. Uh, that game in the Carrier Dome, it was interesting. The Carrier Dome, and it was it was very hot in there. <laughs> but I was like, man, we're playing the Carrier Dome, but we're playing against the great Yeah, the car- Carrier was an air conditioning company, but uh, the, the I've – Trust me, I'm from that area. I, I went to a lot of games in that dome. In September, it's hot as you know what because uh, the dome's not air-conditioned. <laughs> That's why. But, uh, you know, that game comes down to, uh, you know, great defensive plays. Obviously, we're playing against, uh, you know, Donovan McNabb. Uh, we know what he did in the NFL. But uh, Al Wilson was chasing him, it seems like, all across the field. And it ends up uh, ending with a, uh, a game-winning kick by Jeff Hall, phenomenal kicker for us, uh, all-SEC player, all-American. But T made a play at the end of that game that made us believe that he was going to lead us that year. And uh, he made a play with his feet, uh, got us a key first down to set up that field goal. And, man, we just started rocking after that. I know we had a big win, um, you know, against Florida. Uh, you talk about getting over the hump. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I made a play. I made a play in that game. I'm going to bring that up against Travis McGriff, calls a fumble. But our defense made, uh, you know, Al, I know he had two calls, fumbles in that game. Deion Grant uh, comes like an angel and makes a play on a seam route. Uh, out of nowhere uh, and covered up for uh, Derek Edmonds, our defensive back that was in trail position. And Deion Grant was just his his athleticism back there. And our defense was phenomenal, man. But T also had weapons that year. You know, uh, I know in the uh, in the championship game, spread the ball around, had the big go route to Peerless Price. Yep. Just so many weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So in the depth chart, when you talk about you know, SEC championship teams and national title teams and these teams in the playoffs, it goes to the depth chart to be because you have so many guys throughout the year that might get injured. I know the Travises that year had to make make some big plays for us when Jamal Lewis went down uh, in the Auburn game. And so, you know, you have to have depth to win championships uh, in college football now. Yeah, you beat Auburn on the road 17-9. to 
And then you go to Georgia, who was ranked seventh at the time. You beat them 22-3. to And that had to have been around that time. You're thinking, all right, we, we got something here. What, what kind of leader was Al Wilson? He seemed like he was that dude, man. Man, hey, Al Wilson is the scariest player. <laughs> I played on a lot of levels. He is the scariest dude that I ever played alongside with. And his just tenacity, his, tenacity, uh, his ability to, you know, just if you ever looked in his eyes, man, he's got those dick buckets, had those dick mm-hmm. buckets. Uh, eyes and you know he uh just breathed and smoke but his <laughs> his ability to uh you know just just make a lot of big time plays tackle for losses he just wrecked havoc and when you got a guy like him on your side <laughs> you're gonna win a lot more than you lose <laughs> <laughs> dr mickey allen is our guest tennessee state athletic director a member of the 1998 uh tennessee vols national championship team 25 years ago today, UT won the uh, national championship. So after that, you kind of cruise through the rest of the regular season, kind of a, a, a close game against Arkansas, but you win it 28-24. You beat Mississippi State uh, at the Georgia Dome to win the SEC. Now you're taking on Florida State in the Fiesta Bowl, and a lot of people thought, and so did I, that Florida State had the goods to win that game. That was back in the BCS uh, days, obviously. By the time you guys got to that Fiesta Bowl game, were you guys thinking this is our year, it's our destiny, we're going to get this done, you know, no matter what? Absolutely. I mean, the game that really said, hey, we're, we're destined to do great things this year and win a title was the Arkansas game that you mm-hmm. mentioned. Clint Stoner, you know, he, he comes out of the snap. His, his, uh, his center steps on his foot. <laughs> and when you brace when you brace yourself, anybody that falls, you, your reaction is to put your hand down. Well, he put the pigskin down with right. that hand. Billy Ratliff picks up the ball. We <laughs> go on to uh, have a game-winning drive. Travis, Travis, Travis Henry, Travis Henry, Henry <laughs> into the zone. <laughs> right, and then we uh, we come out of that game, and I'm telling you, after that game, we said there's nothing that's gonna stop us. Uh, we we had a Florida State team that was. Uh, very, very well coached by Bobby uh, Bowden, Coach Bowden, and, and you had the great Peter Warwick. Uh, I say Peter Warwick was the uh, – they talk about elusive players. That guy could make people miss. And do, hey, We had a corner, Dwayne Goodrich, that locked him down, man. Had a pick six in that title game uh, in Arizona. And like you said, that was the first – uh, FBS, uh, well, BCS championship game, mm-hmm. uh, and we won it. Yeah, we won it, man. So big time. We we ate a lot of Tostitos chips that night. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you guys get together uh, as you know as former teammates now and and talk about that season and and winning that Fiesta Bowl and taking home the uh, the championship game or ta- the the oh, national championship? We uh we just had a reunion uh, and uh, we. Man, that, that season, uh, it really is our bond. Uh, we were brothers, man. We all came in uh, behind a great uh, team, obviously, that Peyton, those teams that Peyton led. Uh, but through the years, in the 90s, uh, you had older guys that had played either for Coach Former or, uh, you know, that had, that had played before that, uh, that, that set, the, set the tone and, and, and set the stage for that year. Uh, we just ended it, man, with a lot of hard work. Think about all the Hall of Fame coaches we had from our weight coach, John Stuckey, yeah. great uh, coach Cutcliffe, 
John Chavis, the Chiefs, uh, Coles former. Uh, we had one of the best recruiters in the country who's still doing it at a high level, Rodney Gardner. And it took a, all those individuals, man, to put that team together. And it's probably one of the best teams ever in college football. It's pretty amazing. You know, Peyton Manning leaves and, uh, you know, the two things you couldn't do while he was there, you did. You beat Florida and you won the national championship. It's just just, just an amazing, amazing year and an amazing, amazing team. I remember watching a lot of those games that year. And, uh, yeah, after that Arkansas game and the way that one ended, I was like, well, yeah, I think it's their year. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Mickey Allen, Tennessee State Athletic Director. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on currently with the Tigers. Uh, basketball, men's basketball, big game tonight, uh, Southern Indiana and uh you know, uh, how do you assess what uh, what uh, the men's basketball team has done so far? Well, right now we're 1-1 we're one one in the conference coming off a big win against uh, Arkansas Little Rock yep. uh, in the Gentry Center last week. And, and so, we, uh, like you said, we played South, Southern Indiana tonight in Evansville. Uh, they, uh, they just joined the OBC Conference. Uh, they had a great season last year. And conference play, uh, you, you got to get excited about it. Uh, although, you know, Murray State and Austin P uh, have left the conference, you still got Moorhead State looking at you, mm-hmm. uh, UT Martin, CMO. So uh, just a great conference to be a part of from a basketball standpoint. And we look to, you know, we look to really get it going here uh, tonight and throughout the season, both men and women uh, who just came off big wins against Arkansas Little Rock. So Penny Collins, we got a great point guard, local product. Uh, Jalen Jones, we've been very pleased with his uh, his play. He's been freshman of the week multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he's bringing a lot to the table. Marcus Fitzgerald, uh, in-state uh, and, and local local talent there, our guards. And then Christian Brown's a big-time player for us. He was a transfer from Georgia. So if you, you tune in to the Tigers, check check those guys out. And uh, we're, we're excited to see what Penny Collins is going to do with that team. No doubt about it. And coming off a pretty darn good football season as well, some big wins for the Tigers this past fall under Eddie George. Absolutely. Coach George, uh, you know, any any uh, successful coach, they have to come in and, and establish culture, uh, get players that fit their identity and their system. And you all know, if you ever watched Eddie George play, <laughs> uh, you know his identity was to put that football in his hands and get downhill and make somebody feel pain. <laughs> so that's what, that's what he's trying to establish here uh, with our running game. Uh, we do we, we had a coordinator change. He felt uh, we go a different direction in terms of our offensive coordinator. He's in the process of vetting a lot of talented coaches that have done it at a high level uh, for, for, for filling that uh, particular position. And so we'll play action. We'll spread around. Uh, and, and we'll be a heavy dose of run game. But our defense uh, through the, throughout uh, his tenure here uh, has been phenomenal under Brandon Fisher's leadership. Coach, Coach Jeff Fisher's son's done a phenomenal job. And uh, we had a big-time recruiting year. I mean, we're, we're recruiting high school hallways, this thing called this, port, this transfer portal. Mm. Uh, we're getting tips from everybody, man, but we got to stay on top of it. I told somebody it's getting like NFL draft. I mean, you look at your high school talent, they're really your draftable kids, and then your free agency is now the portal. So yeah. you kind of got to change your mindset. Uh, Kevin Mayshack is our director of recruiting, and uh, we uh, we're doing a, we're doing a great job. Yeah, a, yeah, a different challenge for athletic uh, directors across the country, no matter what level. No question about it, Doctor Allen. Uh, the experience of going to Notre Dame. What was that like? I mean, an historic game for both Tennessee State 
and the University of Notre Dame back in September? It's, uh, you know, it's where we, every college football team in the country wants to be. Uh, their tradition uh, is really unmatched. Uh, you look at all the Hall of Fame coaches from Rockney to Holtz, uh, the players from Bettis to, you know, Chris Zorich, Tim Brown, and then, but we have a little history of our own, right, with, yep. uh, with Richard Dent and all the Hall of Famers, Humphrey and Jefferson Street Joe and, and, and Coach Merritt, and so we, we uh we we met, you know we went we took took everybody up there we have a great contingent there with our alums and they they showed out man and and showed up and so it was a great experience for our kids it was an eye open experience for our for our program uh, and we uh you know we really enjoyed that experience and I think it it paid huge dividends to our season we had the first winning season here since 2017 and we're just going to continue to build on that and continue to schedule games. Uh, when we continue, you know, we elevate the program. We have a mm-hmm. uh, uh, homecoming game against uh, a peer peer institution uh, with uh, Howard uh, in the upcoming season. We're playing North Dakota State uh, this upcoming season in 24, uh, a home-and-home series with them. They come back to us in 25. And I think that's what uh, that's what young people that are in this in – this, uh, I don't want to say profession because they're not they're still, they're still student athletes. <laughs> right. All they're throwing money around like these guys are professionals. <laughs> but that's right. what, that's what the landscape is, man. Uh, college players want to play the best, and we want to play the best. Iron sharpens iron, and we want to be there. So I've I've done that with scheduling, uh, with, with with help from my administration. Well, Dr. Allen, as we uh, close out this interview, and it's been great to have you on. You know, what I'm going to ask you every time I get you on, whether it's News Channel Five or here at WNSR. I'm going to ask you, you're a VFL, Tennessee State has never played the University of Tennessee. You know I want it to happen. You've hinted that, you know, we could be heading in that direction. Do you have an update for us? Is this going to happen? Are we going to see Tennessee State play the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, running through the T and all that? Yeah, we, uh, we've talked to Danny. Uh, Danny's done a great job. Uh, thus far, with with my alma mater there, and and uh, we we we're gonna get that game. It's gonna happen. Now the thing is, hey, you know they're they're building this thing called a new Nissan Stadium. Yes, we're sir. Game in in, in in Nashville. Okay, I like <laughs> hey, it. Hey, I'm down. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. That'd be pretty cool, right? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. Both state, both state institutions, maybe playing there, and and uh, in the upcoming years. But uh, no, that game is on the horizon. There's been talks, and we're very, very close. Uh, and that would be that'd be awesome for both institutions. Never been done before, but that's you know that's what we're looking at. And we're always looking for ways to enhance the program and to compete. And so uh, that's what that's what you want from your kids. That's what you want for your coaches, and that's what uh, that's what my alums expect from me. Dr. Mickey Allen, always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, happy anniversary, happy new year, and uh, have a great day, sir. You all do the same, man. Awesome. Uh, appreciate you having me on. All right. There he go goes. Yes, sir. Go big blue indeed. Doc- go big on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and tell Pogi, and, and you guys got to, you know, help Pogi out because he's a little under the weather. So I don't know what you guys are doing to him, but, uh, you know, got to get him right. I will, man. Hey, hey, he's the voice of the Tigers, man. You all keep rocking it at WNSR. Yes, sir. We love having you on. Love doing, um, obviously, we're the home of, uh, Big Blue Nation. So uh, great to have Dr. Mickey Allen on with us. All right, we'll take a break, and then we're right back at it. Chris Sanders, the champion, the hero, 
I get the bust his chops about the Ohio State getting stomped in a bowl game. Can't wait. Stay with us. Cool Deck LLC. The Dexpert is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595. 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. We have had a star-studded addition to the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg uh, out today. Uh, he'll be calling TSU tonight at Southern Indiana. You can listen to it on these airways. We are the home of Tennessee State 
uh, basketball and football. Uh, of course, uh, we had Jimmy White on last hour. This hour, we have a former Titans great from the Ohio State <laughs> University. Chris Sanders, what happened to your Buckeyes in the Cotton Bowl, bro? Hey, man, I don't know. They couldn't even beat the Brentwood Blaze, man. I mean, it was awful. I mean, you know you know what it is. I don't know what it is, but, you know, every time Michigan beats us, it just takes the gas out of us. And then all of a sudden we go to a bowl game and it just looks like we never played. Mm. I mean, if you look at the – if you look at the uh, – if you look at Ohio State at the beginning of the season, it looked like nobody was going to beat them. But then all of a sudden you look at them when they go to Missouri, it looked like they couldn't beat uh, McNeese State. I mean, it's just wild like that. So. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, where are you at with Ryan Day? Do you want him out? Or, you know, a lot of, lot of Buckeye fans, former alums, you know, your former teammates are calling for his head. Ooh, what if this happens? I'm not throwing this out there. Don't 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 repeat this now. I know where you're what going if, with this. What if Mike Rabel goes back to Ohio State? Okay, let me hang on, hang on. I'm tweeting this right now. Former Titans wide receiver Chris no, Sanders guarantees no, Vrabel no, will leave Titans for Ohio State no. and send. Hey, there we go. All hey, right. Hey, I'm, I might, I might, hey, I might go and put on my Ohio State jersey and run some routes <laughs> outside. Hey, I'll look gross in my uniform. I look like Dave Craig, but I still run some routes though. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, that's great. Well, let's start there because Vrabel's sure. was asked really directly for the first time by. Uh, my colleague John Glennon um, basically asked point blank, "Yeah, do you want to be back next year?" And he said, "Of course, I want to be back." He said, "I want to be back as long as we win." So I don't know yeah. how to take that. What, 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 do, what do you what do you take out of that, Chris? I don't know. I just think right now you're looking at a frustrating coach. I mean, just like he said, I mean, every coach hates to lose. Everybody hates to be in the situation that he's in. But I think for just you know for his sake, you know, for uh, the fans' sake, and just for everybody's sake. That I think that I think Mike Vrabel just just maybe needs a fresh start to just start all over, clear his mind, you know, go back to the basics of being a head coach. And in my opinion, I think he's a great coach. I mean, just mm-hmm. look what he did in, in in 2019, where he took a two and fourteen to the AFC Championship. So I'm not negating yeah. he's a bad made coach, a quarterback change mid season exactly. too. Yeah, exactly. But and then sometimes you just need a you just need a change of scenery. And I think that for him, just to clear his mind, so so he doesn't get like this. This 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 is what I don't want to happen. As when it starts to become a job instead of being fun, mm-hmm. then that's when you start to hate football. And that's when you see a lot of coaches when they're, you know, going through trials and tribulations, they say, Okay, I just gotta get away. And sometimes I think the best thing for Mike Rabel is just say, you know what, I just gotta get away, recoup, and maybe get a fresh start with you know, with the pages or the Ohio State University. Hmm. Wow. That would that 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 would Ooh, be that something. Is in shock waves. <laughs> Because now, cause now you don't have to worry about a general manager. You make all the decisions mm-hmm. on who you bring in, who you want to coach, who you want your coaches to be, you. So now when you're with an NFL team, you got to have a general manager, you got to have an owner. Yep. Now he gets sole, whoa, sole responsibility of coaching at the Ohio State University. Chris Sanders is our guest, former Titans wide receiver, joins us every Thursday. Chris, you made, Hold on, you made me sound old, man, like former. <laughs> Like a, like a, like a, like hold on, hold on. Like I'm just sitting around gum and oatmeal. I mean, <laughs> hey, Chris, I'm a former championship rugby player. Okay, father oh, time is undefeated. No yeah. Okay, time out. Tell me, don't tell me you had those little shorts on. Come on, man. No, no, I wore don't them baggy, okay. hip hop style. Oh, did you, like yeah. MC Hammer? Yeah, you didn't have no MC Hammer pants. Okay, no, I, I, yeah, I, I wore the baggy shorts. I wasn't going to oh, wear my, those, okay, uh, those, those tree huggers. You know, yeah, lack, know, lack yeah, of a better man, term. I, yeah, it'll be you get a delay of game every time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, be like delay of game on. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, okay. I'm also. 
<laughs> I'm also a two-time uh, uh, professional wrestling champion. Father time no is undefeated, way. bro. Okay. Do you know I wrestled in high school? I was gross, but I, I wrestled in high school for four years. No, I, I did. I'm wrestling. talking about like Just, Hulk Hogan style wrestling, like studio oh, wrestling. Oh, that, that, <laughs> for real? Did you did you go did you go against uh what Jim Hacksaw Jim, Jim Duggan or something like that? Yeah, no, I beat them like all. That? I beat them all. No way. I beat them all. Okay. I beat I beat Hogan. I beat Andre. I beat Hacksaw. No Jim. way. <laughs> I beat them all. But anyway. <laughs> You know, it's funny you talk about like the, you know the 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 fresh start possibly for Mike Vrabel. Yeah. This dynamic between Vrabel and Rand Carthon, we're hearing a lot of reports that maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be. There are some mm-hmm. chinks in the armor there, and yeah. I had questions going in when Rand Carthon got hired because my thing was like, okay, who's really in charge here? Is Rand That's Carthon the, yeah. the GM or is he just the guy to do Mike Vrabel's bidding? And yeah. if that's the case, I don't think long term this is going to work out. I hope it does, but yeah. where are you at with all that? Don't you think the GM has to be the GM and the head coach has yeah. to coach? And they should collaborate and be on the same page. But if I'm a GM, I'm the GM. I'm not there to do my head coach's bidding. And I understand yeah. Braves has earned a lot of say in personnel because of his previous track record, but there's something off about this whole setup to me in the front office. Yeah. It's just wild. I mean, I, I really don't know, but you, you're looking at two alpha males. You're looking at two guys that want to be in charge. Both are great in their profession. But I think when you have a situation where you have two alpha males, somebody's got to say, okay, you know what? You take charge. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you an example. If you look at what was it last year, the year before when J Rob got released, before that, they, uh, they, they, they uh, offered him an extension of his contract because they said he was doing well. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, they get to the draft, right? Yep. And they say that A.J. Brown is getting traded. Why in the world would Mike Vrabel get up and leave and discuss? Right. There's a power struggle. And that's the same thing with this. I don't know if it's a power struggle. I don't know if, okay, I want him. You get him. Mike Vrabel wants Vrabel guys. Ryan Carthon wants Carthon guys. So at the end of the day, you know, when you're in a situation like that where you have two alpha males somebody's got to just take the role of, okay, you make the decision and let's work together and do this thing, and maybe that's just not the case. And let's be honest, they traded A.J. Brown, and they basically oh. told the Titans fans, don't worry, we're drafting Traylon Burks. His his draft comp <laughs> is 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 A.J. Brown. And, you know, Traylon Burks, he's a great young man, and I'm rooting for him, but he hasn't produced the way A.J. Brown has. He hasn't produced barely at all. Nah. It's it's tough because uh, you know I watched him in camp and he's and, and the one thing I want to say is I'm rooting for training Burks. Yeah. The reason why I'm rooting for him because he's trying to do everything right. He's coming to OTAs. He's working hard. He's in camp. You know he's trying to do everything and then all of a sudden he gets hurt and he's been inconsistent. But just watch him in the last couple of years. It's you know he's not what we saw at Arkansas. At Arkansas, yeah. I mean he was what he what he was number one in in uh, in the SEC in receiving and in yards. I mean mm-hmm. you, you watch him. He's a playmaker, college, big time playmaker. He, he was a playmaker. He would catch a screen and he's taking it the distance. He's and jumping he's over guys to make catches. Yep. Man, he was a beast. But then when he comes in his first year, he comes in out of shape. You know, yep. He comes in behind the eight ball. He comes in getting hurt. And then now you have this season to where you get into OTAs. He does everything right. He's, he does what the coaches tell him. Then now he gets hurt and he has another setback. And then we get in the game last week against the Texans on the first play yeah. of the game. I'm like, here we go, we go. <laughs> and then and – then, and then he drops it. Yeah. And when he drops it, watch watch how he drops it. It's not that he drops it in his hands. It's because he has alligator arms. When I say alligator arms, that means you're not confident in catching the football. Chris Sanders, 
former wide receiver in the NFL, but could play <laughs> still because he's in such great shape. How, how about Man, that? Is that better? I got a yeah. I got I, I can run like two routes. I got a bunion on my toe. I'll call timeout. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call timeout after I, after I run my hitch. I'll be like, timeout. They're like, why are you calling timeout? I got a bunny. You know my toe. <laughs> Chris, uh, you know, we've been talking about Derrick Henry sure. all morning. Uh, could could be his final game uh, yeah. as a Tennessee Titan on Sunday against Jacksonville. He's going to speak to the media today. It should be an inter- interesting day out at Titans headquarters. You've yeah. played with Eddie. You've played with Steve. Yeah. You've played with Bullock. You've played with the Freak. You've played with... You know, all the Titans greats. In your mind, where does Derrick Henry rank amongst the all-time greats, great players in, in, in this Titans uh, franchise? This is just for me because I play with them. I'm going with, um, you know what, I was going, dang, you, that's hard, man, because you got Eddie George, you got C2K, yep. CJK, you got Derrick Henry. I mean, those are all three backs. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, I would have to go with Derrick Henry. Wow, and the re- the reason why I go with Derrick Henry is because he transformed the game. I mean, how big he is, how strong he is, and he ran by people, got two thousand yards, and he was uh, he was an opposing threat every time he touched the football. So even though I, I play with Eddie George and I have the most utmost respect for Eddie George, and I think he's right there, mm-hmm. but I just think that that Derrick Henry was just you know he was that dog. You know, it's, I mean, it's hard to argue, Chris. I mean, two rushing titles, a 2,000-yard season, like you mentioned, would have been the first guy ever to go back-to-back 2,000 yards had he I not know. gotten hurt, you know, on Halloween in, in, in 2021. Um, you know, and he's building a Hall of Fame resume, is he not? I think he's already in. I mean, because hmm. how, many, how many guys in the NFL had 2,000 yards and then went two rushing titles? I mean, nobody does that. He may not get like thirteen or 14,000 yards, but look at the body of work that he's done. I mean, this is what I love about, about Derrick Henry. Is I, I, everybody talks about the 2,000 yards. Everybody talks about how great a player he is. I love how he overcame adversity his first and second year. Every, they were getting ready to trade him. You know that. They were getting ready to let mm-hmm. him go because he was looking off. I'm like, this, mm-hmm. he doesn't even look like he belongs in the NFL. I know. But once Eddie George talked to him yeah. and said, you need, to play, uh, you need to play the way your body looks or whatever he said. Yeah. And he took that to heart and changed the dynamics of playing running back for the Tennessee Titans. That's what I love about Derrick Henry. I mean, you think about the 99-yard touchdown run, the 94-yard yeah. touchdown run, that that Thursday night game against Jacksonville, which which was kind of his coming out party. And yeah. you're right, the league had never seen a running back like that. Oh my gosh! He is, but I, the one moment I love about him is when Josh Norman was talking stuff. Yeah, and he he put his whole he put his whole arm, his all seven fingers, and mushed him and threw him about ten yards. A grown this is a grown man now. Yep. This ain't, he ain't five or six. This is a, a grown, grown man, man with a family dog. With, with a family with a mustache with a mustache and a unibrow. I mean, come on, you gotta. He he grabbed his whole hand, mushed him and threw him like seven or eight yards, and, and was like, "Well, what you got next?" I'm like, "This dude is special." So if Derrick Henry's not here next year. His presence and his legacy will remain here. Well, it, and Titans better be ready for a severe PR hit because he is the most popular professional athlete in our city. Chris, uh, obviously, final game coming up on Sunday. Yeah. I expect the Titans to whoever suits up to play their ass off and try to get a win yeah. because you don't want the Jacksonville Jaguars to right. celebrate a division right. title on your home field, and you don't no. want to go zero and six in the division. If you go 0-6 in the division, I'm going to call and I'll say bad words, but I'm going to say a couple of bad words to you <laughs> yeah. if they do that. But you, but you, I, I remember, and I, and I know we got to get off the air, but I remember um, in, in, in 1999 when we, when we were on our road 
to uh, we beat Jacksonville twice that year. Then we played them on the road to uh, win a championship, to, uh, win the AFC, the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. And Jeff Fisher said this when we were on their field. He said this. He said this is our house. Now you flip that to today. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Titans are in their house in their house this week. They need to have that same attitude. This is our house. I don't care if you're going to the playoffs. I don't care if Lawrence ain't playing. I don't care who it is. But we're going to end this game with a winning taste in our mouth. And we're going to leave you We're gonna leave you with this. This is our house. I like it. I got chills. I'm ready to play, man. Let's go. Man, I, I just put my mouth guard in. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any, any, any pogey uh, doppelgangers you want to share yeah. with us before we get out of yeah, here? Yeah, <laughs> man. I know, I know he's got the flu or anything. He, he said, I said, man, what happened, man? He said he ate a hamster. I'm like, come on. What in the world? I said, what in the world? He, he, but when he called me yesterday, he sounded like it. He's like, hey, man, I can't do the show tomorrow. I'm like, I'm like, I said, what? I said, you try, you know, we trying to talk sexy to me. I ain't your girl. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, man. Not going to hey, be man, able to I make just, it in, hey, man. Hey, I can't put my coach in short trying to get my comb over on. I just can't do it this week. Man, I just got the cold. I just, <laughs> hey, man. I got a, I got a, a Kool-Aid stain on my shirt. Can't do it, man. <laughs> Here's what I want to do, Chris. I want to, sure. I want to, I want to film you two on a road trip and use you. Oh my! The two God. Of you just going back and forth. We're gonna put it online. I'm telling you, it's gonna go viral. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Me the uh, CNC. No, what's his name? Greg GNC show. All right, hey Chris. Uh, happy Happy you New too. Year to you and your family. Thanks for coming on as always, man. Oh, uh, you welcome. Always. Thank you so much. Brother. All right, Chris Sanders. Never a dull moment. <laughs> We'll take a break. Come back. Your phone call, 615-844-5600. You're listening to Nashville Sports Radio. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Three men's teams are undefeated after the first week of league play. UT Martin is 2-0 after two road wins, while Moorhead State and Western Illinois are 1-0 after also winning on the road. Road teams went 6-3 during the open weekend. Women's teams are even more dominant on the road by going 8-1 last week. Southern Indiana and UT Martin are both 2-0 in OVC play after road wins, while Eastern Illinois, Moorhead State, and Western Illinois are each 1-0. The lone women's team to win a home game was Tennessee State, which outlasted Little Rock in overtime. Two of the top three scoring performances in the OVC were last week, with Southern Indiana's Jeremiah Hernandez scoring 35 points at SEMO, while Moorhead State's Riley Minix had 34 points two days later against the Red Hawks. Little Rock's Jameer Chaplin and Moorhead State's Riley Minix were named OVC men's co-player and co-newcomer of the week, while Little Rock's Jalen Crocker-Johnson was top freshman. Macy McGlone at Eastern Illinois was named the Women's Player of the Week, while top newcomer was Little Rock's Leilana 
Wimbish Gay. UT Martin's Kenley McCarn was freshman of the week. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United at Fidelity Bank, which will be March 6th through the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit www.ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. If you've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. You won't believe it until you OVC it. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Hi, I'm Test Director Rick from ServPro, the leader in cleaning, restoration, and construction. It's my job to make sure our pros are prepared for anything. Storm damage? Fixed. Flood damage? We're on it. Fire damage? Not anymore. Aliens? What? Aliens? We cleaned those sites a while ago. No matter the disaster, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Find out why ServPro is the number one choice for residential and commercial restoration projects, large and small. Visit ServPro.com today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I think Bill King meant to say oblong spheroid in that promo, not oblong steroid. That's that's a whole nother can of worms. That is, uh... anyway, welcome back, everybody. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Greg out today. Uh, he'll be calling Tennessee State tonight at uh, Southern Indiana. In Indiana, easy for me to say, on these very airwaves. So uh, make sure you're checking that out. John Burton, Pat, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's go to the phones. Kenny the Mailman joins us. Hi, Kenny. John, how are you doing, old friend? I'm doing better than your phone. Call us back, Kenny. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> anyway, uh, sound like our outro. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Kenny uh, might have been. You know, <laughs> lay back on the caffeine there, Kenny. Call us back. We'll get you right on the air. In the meantime, we got some more Titans clips, Pat. Yes, sure do. Uh, Will Levis just giving an update on his injury. Uh, same foot, different foot, just uh, clarifies uh, a couple different things. Right, right. Yeah, it's foot, frustrating. It's right, annoying. Uh, it's probably the word I'd use to describe it. Uh, just annoying. And um, just trying to do whatever I can to keep the right mindset and do what I can to get get ready and get healthy. Um, but, you know, it's nothing too serious, so it's nothing to be too worried about. Is it no way to limp? No, sometimes, you know, it's hard to tell. But, um, 
it's evened out, I'd say. So I'm not willing to put around too much, so I feel pretty good. This injury, you have to rehab or just stay off of it, or what's maybe the best way to No, there's a bunch of rehab stuff that I'm able to do. Both I got the ankle and the foot, so they're, they're different, obviously. But, um, you know, they're the experts. I'm just listening and doing what they're telling me to do. Just shut him down. Guy's got a, I'm with you, Patton. You know, the guy's got a bad right foot and a bad left ankle. He's playing behind a Swiss cheese offensive line. You know, enough already. Shut him down. Let's get ready for the offseason. Let's get you better. Let's get you rocking and rolling. We'll see you in April for uh, offseason workouts. I mean, does he have to get a, a leg snapped in half what, before we shut him down? Exactly. Or what, what's going on? Yeah, so I, I expect Ryan Tannehill to start on Sunday. All right, let's try again with Kenny the Mailman. Hi, Kenny. Have you got me? I got you loud and clear. How you doing, oh, pal? Have, Happy have, New Year, man. Happy New Year, dear friend. I hope all the best for you. Back at you. We are so excited. Did you know, did Patton Cook tell you he's speaking at our club tonight? No. Yes, we are so excited to have him. It's the Ryan Tannehill Appreciation. Oh, yes. okay, yes. He's the president of the Ryan Tannehill Fan Club. He, he loves he loves RT17. So, uh, well, good for him. Patton, I, you're holding out on me. I didn't know you had that going on. Yes, uh, something I wanted to keep under wraps. But thank you, Kenny, for the invite. <laughs> Kenny has exposed it. All four of us are meeting at the Crystal on Charlotte Pike. <laughs> there, so I am looking for that. Have you heard whether or not the Titans are going to get fined for what happened Sunday? <laughs> Go ahead. Why are you laughing? <laughs> if you did, you listen. Did you watch uh, the game on TV? Were you listening? I mean, I was watching that game and other games. I was. Uh, I was at. Uh, I was actually at Bar Lines in the Omni Nashville Hotel, enjoying. Me and my friend were enjoying watching a little NFL Sunday ticket. Well, evidently they tried to slip Andre's twin brother, Andrew Dillard, in the game gotcha. wearing his same number. <laughs> Did you catch that? About five no, I didn't, Kenny. He was just, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't catch that, no. <laughs> the bad thing was Andrew can't play either. Uh, it's unfortunate. That was <laughs> that was not a good free agent signing by Rand Carthon. Had a good draft, I thought, by and large. Yeah, you just but sort of uh, Andre Dillard, what they give him twenty nine million over three years. Eagles might, punk so, us. might have to eat that one, bruh. Yeah, evidently the announcer and his spotter can't pr pronounce the word Andre. It came out Andrew about seven times. I yeah. noticed that. Yeah. But uh, before you go, now I mentioned this about a month ago, and yesterday I heard Tawanda. Coleman announced her retirement. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to interview her before she's able to get off because I'm already working her, on it, Kenny. Yeah. Between her and Vicki Yates, what that's up around 80 years of seniority from WTVF. Yeah. Got and a lot they of both stories. look fabulous and they haven't aged a bit. And, uh, it's bad enough that I'm, I'm still trying to come to grips with Vicki not being there anymore. And now Tawanda's yeah. leaving. That is, uh, that that's, that's tough. That's that's well, we were that's watching tough. the other day when they was talking to her. And she did it so well and so elegantly. So all the best to her. Yeah, much like Vicky, she's very regal and majestic, and just a she has a glow about her. And you know, I always tell her, I always tease her. I tell her she has the second best smile on Nashville TV, right after Excellent. yours truly. But I told well, Jill we'll Jelnick that too from Fox Seventeen. So <laughs> yeah, we'll be listening. You have a good day. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, we got another uh, quick clip here before yeah. uh, last break. Let's one do more it. Uh, for Will Levis. A pretty good one talking about uh, the college rivalry with a specific fan base. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Listen uh, up, Mulehead, yeah. ball boy, Dana Dane. Here is Will Levis. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, SEC especially, like everyone is very, very 
deep rooted in their faith with their team. So it, if you're not with them, you're against them. But you know, there's there's definitely some teams that had, um, you know, I'd say stronger words or stronger opinions. Um, I know you guys are wanting me to say one, but uh, but uh, but yeah, I can't really say anything about them because they got the best of me my two years there. But uh, yeah, no, that's what's great about sports, and and, and I love that. I, I embrace it for sure. Have you had some people? Have you have you encountered some people during your time here that maybe admitted that they didn't like you before, that maybe have grown to like you here? Uh, yeah, or even people that still don't like me, but. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it, you gotta respect it. If someone, you know, if you're if you're a Vol fan and you don't like me simply because you're a Vol fan, like, you better stay on that hill. You know, you don't you don't, don't change, don't switch up now. But uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm opening all fans of us or of the Titans with open arms, and uh, you know, hopefully, at least since I got drafted, maybe I've been able to change some people's opinions. Yeah, Will Levis taking the high road, unlike you know. The mule heads of the world, you know, the petty Vol fans. I don't like him. <laughs> well, he's going to be your quarterback for the foreseeable future. So, I mean, he, you got over Derrick Henry in right. Alabama. Let's right. It's time to it's time to bury the hatchet. I I loved that. That was Levis. great. That yeah. was about as good as uh, as good as it gets. As Ric Flair would say, whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it because it's the best thing happening today. Woo! Back after this. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. They put themselves in this position. It's a shame they put themselves in this position because I think not only is the division there to be had, the conference is there to be had. If they had more talent, if they had their stuff together. It's not the murderer's row that we thought the AFC was going to be going into the season. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. 7-15 tonight on these airwaves, Tennessee State taking on Southern Indiana. You can listen to that right here on WNSR. Greg Pogue calling the action. That's why he's off today. He's resting his golden throat so he can call the action. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Before we get out of here, let's go to the phones. Happy New Year, Dana Dane. Same to y'all over there, man. Uh, let me bask in my D-list celebrity for a second. Anyway, <laughs> since, y'all, since y'all are uh, bringing up uh, 25 years ago, which was a great day in the state of Tennessee, Pat, even though you weren't alive yet. <laughs> but By the way, I survived two tours of disco. So, uh, okay, so for all these, <laughs> I want to throw this out here for all these uh, because there's plenty of Phil former haters out there. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to throw it out there before they, in a year or two, when they get ready to uh, throw Josh Hype on the scrap heap, because you know it's coming because <laughs> Tennessee fans are never satisfied. Uh, he had 154 victories, 16 bowl appearances, six division titles, two SEC titles, and a national title. And, oh, by the way, within that, he beat Alabama 11 times. Okay. So, you know, Josh Heupel starting to bring us out of the football darkness, which we were in when they ran a full round in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. So, so just people need to people need to take that and chew on those stats for a minute. You know, the next time, because in a couple of years, John, y'all know it over there. Yep. You know, if we lose to Alabama another time or two, or you know, Florida keeps a hot streak going or something like that. They're they're going to start, you know. Uh, pulling the moving van up in front of the Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. All this Absolutely. Kind of stuff. Yep. So, so they just need to remember it. And they also need to remember, uh, before Saban got there, uh, from Stallings to Saban, Alabama was in the dark, the black dark. Yep. Uh, ten- Tennessee used to beat them routinely in that period of time. And uh, so people need to remember that. I, I just, since you brought up 25 years ago, 
I'm going to throw that out there if anybody's listening. <laughs> well, well said, Dane. Uh, you know, the numbers don't I, lie. I was, watching you on, I was watching you on Channel 5 the other night, and I said, I said, there's the I told my wife, I said, there's a guy that calls you Mrs. Dane right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, please uh, wish Mrs. Dane a happy new year from all of us here I, at I will, uh, WNSR. I will, John, as soon as I hang up, man, we'll talk to you. All right, brother, be well. You know, hey, listen, that's a pretty impressive resume he just reeled off with Phil Fulmer. You know, I know there's been issues, and, you know, he was the athletic director for a while, and there may or may not have been some things going around but at the end of the day i mean he had a great coaching run at tennessee you know all those sec titles like he said were the one sec title the national championship beat alabama 11 times i mean it is pretty impressive especially when you put in perspective what followed after exactly uh, fans would fans would have took that in a heartbeat after yeah oh uh, should mention the preds uh, hosting calgary tonight at bridgestone arena so we'll be talking about that game tomorrow and uh, we'll have a lot to uh, discuss tomorrow. I'm interested to hear what Derek Henry has to say today. We're definitely going to chop that up for you tomorrow as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. McFarland's at 2. Jim Rome coming up next.